Young people have always been at the center of the gospel and close to the heart of God. In these youth-targeted messages, Bishop Edwin Ogo delivers the principles of the Word of God in a down-to-earth style the young people are able to relate to and enjoy. Bishop Edwin Ogo is the head pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, A.B. Cathedral. Join us now as Bishop Ogo shares the Word of God.
Amen. Amen.
Why don't you clap your hands for the Lord? Oh, I can't hear your hand clap. It's quite anemic. Are you excited to be in the house of God this morning? I can't hear you. Are you excited to be in the house of God this morning? How many of you are already in the Christmas spirits? Looking forward to the Christmas. I mean, we are, we are in the Christmas. Christmas, Christmas days when Tuesday. Wednesday. Hey, I thought it was Tuesday. Uh, okay, so it means I'm in a hurry for the Christmas. But it's a blessing to celebrate the Son of God. But this morning, I'm glad to announce to you that our daddy is in the house. There were only five people who were excited. No, Christmas and daddies are synonymous. Because Christmas is when daddies give us presents. Yeah. It's one of the things I remember my father for. Yes. But I'm glad to announce to you that he's back fresh from the mission field of Brobo, Gosso and Tepa. Fantastic campaigns. Privileged to work alongside the evangelist Daggyard Mills. And I have no doubt that this morning... God will speak through him to you. So if you are as excited as I am, I want you to give your loudest hand clap. Give your loudest shout. You can even jump around if you want. And let's welcome to this pulpit, the official Edwin Morgan. Oh girl, come on. Let me feel Make some noise. Hallelujah. Clap your hands for Jesus. Keep clapping your hands for Jesus. Are you happy to be in the house of God today? Then let me hear a shout. Hallelujah. Well, I'm very happy to be home. Greetings from Greetings from Gosso and greetings from Tepa. You have to go to Tepa before you go to Toronto. But it's a blessing to be back home and to see the fantastic work Bishop Kobe is doing here. I have no doubt that your life is being changed day by day. And I thank God for the privilege to also share the word of God with you today. And um, I would like us to bow our heads and pray. Father, we ask you to speak to us today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. And um, turn your Bible to Luke chapter 2. We're in Christmas. And uh, I want to talk today about while shepherds watch their flock. That's the title of the message. While shepherds watched their flock. 
Verse 7. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field. Keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, fear not. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Which shall be to all people. Which shall be to all people. For unto you this day is born in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly, there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts. On Christmas day, I'm preaching about Christmas and the supernatural. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord had made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe. Lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And here ends the reading of the word of God. And all the saints will say, thanks be to God. Hallelujah. It's a blessing for us to be alive again to see another Christmas time. But there are many, 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 many things. You know, if you were God visiting a place, there will be many powerful events. Even if our president is going somewhere. Let's say if the president of Ghana was coming to this church this morning, there would have been activities since last week. Last night, you would have seen people here looking under chairs, 
positioning, checking, many, many things will be happening. So, I am not surprised that when Jesus was due to come, there were many, many events. But even though there were many events, not this one because I'm about to end the message. Even though there were many events, the people who were involved in the Christmas story were few. We know surely of Mary. We know of Joseph. We know of Herod. Who else do we know of? The wise men. The Bible doesn't say they were three. The wise men. Who else do we know? The innkeeper. Yes. But among these few people, we see prominently the activities of angels. Which is going to be the subject of my message on Christmas Day, God willing. Now, and you should also expect that if God was coming to a place, there should be some supernatural events. Now, there is what we know in Bible or in Christian circles as the Annunciation. That the coming of Christ was announced. The angel came to Mary. Joseph had an experience. And a few things happened. But ladies and gentlemen, when Jesus was born, there were many professions. At least we know that people were being born. So there will be midwives. We know that there were doctors. Because in Jesus' time, there were doctors. Medical doctors, not paper doctors. Medical doctors. We also know that there was an inn. So there was an innkeeper who will, today will say will be the owner of moving pick. Now, if there was an inn, then we expect that there will be architects. Architects. Who draw and execute the construction of the inn. There will be builders. There will be engineers. There will be engineers. Ladies and gentlemen, unto none of these professionals was the angel sent. And you ask yourself that if Jesus is being born by Mary and Joseph and all these stuff, I mean, why do we need any other characters? 
But you see, at the time of the birth of Jesus, midwives were unnecessary. Yes. Architects were not important. Because there was a message which needed to be spread abroad. There was a message. I'm ending the message. There was a message which needed to be spread abroad because God was about to arrive on earth. And he needed everybody to know. And I am surprised that he did not approach, he did not send angels to medical doctors. He didn't send angels to architects. He didn't send angels to the politicians because they had the control of the FM stations and the TV stations. But ladies and gentlemen, the one God depended on to, be, to, to spread the news of his coming were shepherds watching their flocks by night. You see, when God is doing something, not when the president is doing something, when God is doing something, he always looks for people to join him. And I want to ask how many of you would like to be involved in something God is doing? Like if God is doing whatever the something is, whatever it is, how many of you would like to be involved in something God is doing? Yes. Because if you are involved in something God is doing, there will be direct benefits to you. So it is, it is not a good thing for God to be doing something and you have been excluded. I'll take it again. It's not a good thing for God to be doing something and you are not involved. On the other hand, it is a privilege and a blessing for God to be doing something and you have been called to get involved. Why? Because I mean, the angel of the Lord came you forget about what he came to tell them. Forget about what was happening. The very fact that an angel has come to you in the night means that something has changed about you. Imagine an angel coming to your bedroom. Whatever the angel is coming to, whether he's coming to sweep the room, is looking for a, a, a CD player, or the, whatever it is. I mean, just being in the, in the environment of an angel means something. How much more the angel coming to talk to you? That is why as we live our lives we are nurses we are engineers we are architects we are midwives but we are dry. We are dry. Because when God is doing something very powerful, He doesn't need doctors. Hey. 
When God is doing something very powerful, he doesn't need engineers. He doesn't need engineers. The people he looks for are people who don't think too much about themselves. When a doctor is working, he's working to earn a salary for himself. When an engineer is working, he's, he's, he's trying to construct something to make a name. But God is looking for people to visit. God is looking for people to involve them in what he is doing. And the people he looks for are people who are not selfish. Who don't, who don't think only about themselves. That's why when the angels came, they, when the angels came, he came and he saw shepherds. Abiding in the field. That is one. Abiding in the field. That is one very, very important characteristic. Not only were they abiding in the field, they were keeping watch over their flock. And they were keeping watch over their flock by night. Now, these three things are very important if you want to become somebody God involves in the things he's doing. May you not be someone who stands aside and watch God doing something. When God is doing something, may you be in it. Amen. Yes. Like what God is doing in this church. Some of you are sitting idly by just watching what is going on. But some of you are deeply involved in what is going on. Now, the one who is sitting back watching what is going on will never be the same as the person who is involved. Like this morning, we have enjoyed music. Have you contributed to the music we enjoyed? We have enjoyed dancing. Have you contributed to the dancing we saw? We are enjoying a neat floor. Have you contributed to the neatness of the floor? We, have enjo- we are enjoying well arranged chairs. Have you contributed to the arrangement of the chairs? We are enjoying a nice atmosphere. So the question I'm asking you is that, you see, when you are around, and all you are doing is sitting back and watching something going on. You will never enjoy the fullest blessing. You never enjoy the fullest blessing. Number one. These shepherds were in the field. There was something called the field.
you may have an office which is air-conditioned. You may have a home. You may have a shop. But there is a certain place in life. It is called the field. Anybody who doesn't find himself on the field or let me borrow the right phrase in the field and finds himself or likes to go to any other place apart from the field will never enjoy what the father has. The Bible talks in about a certain man with two sons. One of the children wanted everything the father had. He wanted his money. He wanted his cars. He wanted everything, but not the field. Because the father had a field. At the end of the day, he never got what he wanted. Forget about the fact that the father gave him money, he went to blow it, went to destroy his life. You let's forget about that part of the story. At the end of the day, what he was looking for, he never had it. And there are some of you in the church like that. You are the type of son who wants everything God can do. Like what? Give you a healing, give you a marriage, give you a husband, give you children, give you the job, give you money, heal your body, uh, uh, give you a nice house. And the, the people who are around the father looking for the things he can give end up never getting it. They never get it. Because there is a way to get things from the Father. And the way to get things is not to look for things. In this story, we see in Luke 11 that, uh, 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 that there was another son who was not interested in the Father's money and houses and cars. When he is announced in Luke 15, he is announced as coming from the field. Turn to Luke 15 verse 24. Luke 15, 24. 24. This my son was dead. And it's alive again. He was lost. And they began to be merry. Look at the two words there. Dead and lost. You cannot be a child of a father and be either dead or lost. You can be here in this church and be dead or lost. Being in the father's house 
or bearing the father's name as a child. If the, if the father's name was Kufo or Osei or, 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 or Mensa, whatever. Bearing the father's name Christian does not prevent you, cannot prevent you from getting lost or dying. Some of you sitting here this morning are dead. You are dead. That's why I'm talking about shepherds. When God is doing something, the Christmas story doesn't involve doctors. Doesn't involve businessmen. In fact, they even try to go to the inn so that we will, we will, will even know about the involvement of a hotel owner. They bounce him. That's why I'm not jealous about the work you are doing. No, I'm not saying, oh, because you are a doctor and I'm not a doctor, I'm jealous. I'm just saying to you that I, I, I'm showing you the type of people when God is doing something, he wants to involve. He wants to bring around him. That's why I've gone back to look. And I'm telling you that always when a father gives birth, there are two types of children. And all the two, both types are represented here. Children who only are in the system looking for the food, the money, the gold, the silver, the happiness, the merry, the merrymaking, merrymaking. But eventually, they end up dead. They end up lost. Some of you sitting here today, next year, by this time, you will be lost. I wish there would be a way of taking a picture of the entire church at the same time. Next year, by this time, some of you sitting here will be lost. Why? Lost as in that, that your, your parents can't find you. No. But lost because God can't find you. The pastors can't find you. The church cannot find you. Why? Because you are, you are always, you see, you have an evil eye. You are always looking for pleasures and happiness and money and things that make you happy. And eventually, there's children who are like that are never, never happy. Because they never get it. At the end of the day, the boy who wanted money, gold, the father's documents, the father's house, the father's things. Watch out. Watch out. Even if we move from the church, in your personal life, don't have such a relationship with your father at home or your mother at home or any father figure. Don't be a son whose eyes are on, on the father's money, the father's car, the father's house. The father, it, it's a wrong thing. Rather, set your mind on the father's field. Set your eyes. There is something called the father also. Apart from the money, the cars, and the chariots, he also has a field. And you see there, in verse 25, the other child, when he's announced in this story, the first time we hear about him, I mean, of course, a certain man had two sons. So obviously he's one of them, but we never know anything about him until 
he is described until he appears. And when he, when he appears, the word that is used, the first thing you hear about the boy, is not about what he's wearing, how short he is, how tall he is, what money he has, but he was in the field. He was in the field. He was in the field. Time will fail me to go down to prove to you that at the end of the day, he who was on the field looking dirty, looking dusty, there was nothing on the field which was for him. Everything on the field was for the father. He rather was the one that the father said, everything I have is yours. So, so you see, those of us who are pastors, our classmates cannot understand how we can become pastors and drive the cars we have. How we can become pastors and live in the houses we live in. How we can become pastors and have the life we have. How? How? We must be thieves. So they, they see us, as, when we meet our classmates, they see us as stealers of the church's money. Stealers. Because they cannot believe that I'm a doctor. You are just a pastor. Look at the house you are staying in. Look at the car you are living in. But I'm saying that the son who is interested in the field ends up getting everything. When I say everything, I mean everything. I'm not talking about that like most of the things or the major part or the highlights. Everything. They decide what to use and what not to use. I decide what to wear, what to drive, where to go. I decide what to use and what not to use. But my problem is not a lack. But you are looking for money. You are looking for a beloved. You are looking for clothes. You are looking for marks. You want to pass your exam. You want to get eight A's. And the people who are in the church serving God, preaching, doing outreach, doing street moms, they are the ones blowing the eight A's. And you are in the house learning and you cannot get even a B. I've lived long enough to observe this wonder. That's why the angel... They came as they were descending. Their eyes were not on construction sites or hospitals. Because they knew that even the Son of God would not be born there. They would be bounced. They were looking at the field. Who are those on the field? That's why I'm so happy. There's another service coming up. Fab, your, your, your parents. I'm going to come. But I'm very happy. I always get to talk to you first on Sunday morning before I meet your parents. Yes. Because a lot of the people who are going to come here, a lot of them are basket cases. Hopeless cases. But you are not a basket case. 
If you only listen, I'm telling you, you see, and, 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 and I'm, sometimes also, when somebody is preaching, you must ask yourself, what, what, what experience do you have? There's something called experience also in ministry. And I can tell you, even in school, the people who end up on the field get what the people who are in the house are looking for. And don't forget, oh, I'm, I'm now warning anybody sitting here who, who, who doesn't like the field but seems to have money. I'm now talking to anybody here who doesn't like the field but seems to have the cars, the marriage, the pregnancy. The, it's like, it's like uh, but, but, but pastor, what are you saying? I, I, I don't like to go on the field, but I've got it. I'm saying that that foolish prodigal son who did not like the field, he also had money. He also had it, just like you. Just like you. It's not about what you have. It's not about what you own. Will you have it tomorrow? (laughs) In 10 years from now, will you have what you have? The angel, they went to the field. I want to advise you today. Go to the field. There's a field called the field of souls. Go and sit there and watch over sheep. The sheep are on the field. The members, your sheep, they are people depending on you. Why were they watching over them in the night? Because the night is when, when wild animals eat. The tigers, lions, and all that. They, they, they don't eat because they sleep during the day. It's in the night. They have got night vision. Shepherds watching their flock, not in the afternoon, they can even the shepherds does not sleep. It is in the night. In, it is in the night. Some of you also who are in the field are in the night when you should be watching over them. You are sleeping. What is the night? The night is when whatever time your sheep are in danger of being eaten. Whatever time your sheep are in danger of not being able to find their way to church. Some of you sitting here, you don't have sheep. You don't have sheep. Why shouldn't I go there? And you think that just being in school, God bless the, the students in the university who have sheep. God bless the wives with rings who have sheep. God bless the husbands with rings who have sheep. God bless those who work in the bank who still have sheep. God bless the nurses who have sheep. God bless the doctors. If you are a doctor, you are a lawyer, you are an engineer, and you are on the field, an angel is coming for you right there. Some of you should be very disturbed. Some of you sitting here with money and cars should be, you should be thinking about your life. Because I said, that boy who also was just like you was not interested in what was on the what was on the field. Everything they were eating in the house, the money being used to pay the servants, the money which was used to build the house, everything was from the field. It's the father's farms. 
that they go, they farm, they sell. But there are children who, do, who are not interested in how we got to get what we have. How did we come by the service we have today? How did we come by the, the neat place, the singer singing, the dancer? How? The, I mean, we don't care. Just, just sing. We don't care. Just preach. We don't care. Just pray over us. We don't care. Just sing. Wow. Right. So always, those who seem to be fools end up not being fools. Today, Christmas, yeah, there are many, many, many things. But one of them is that there were shepherds on the field. We need you to go to the field. Get to the job. If you are sitting here today and you don't have people, some two girls, some three boys, some five people that you care for, you are a student, you are a lawyer, you are a man, you are a woman, you are a boy, whatever, that, 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 and, and, and all you are thinking about is, is it's like yourself. God won't do much with you. Even me, an evil man like me, I won't do much with you. I don't have time for people like that. Because that's not how I got to be here. I didn't get to be here by thinking about myself. Problems. <laughs> you want to know about my problems? I don't want to disturb your week. Shepherds abiding in the field. <laughs> Keeping watch over their flock. Can you help me to preach? Please ask your neighbor. Do you have sheep? Do you have a flock? Or, or you are just there, studying to pass exams, making money in town, just minding your. Ask, 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 ask. Don't say, don't say, smile. Ask. Do you have sheep? But the real continuation of this message is, is, is on Wednesday. So we are here. You see that some of you. You know, you are a member, you are part of us. You don't have anything. You are never involved in anything. But the, 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 I mean, I, 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 it is very interesting to me. I mean, why? Why shepherds? Why shepherds? Why not Herod soldiers? Why not doctor? Why not lawyer? Why not, why not accountant? All these things were there. They were there. Why? What is special about shepherds? What is special about shepherds is that they are sacrificial. What is special about shepherds? What is special about shepherds is that they are faithful. They are faithful. They are faithful to their sheep. They are faithful to their message. If you, if you remember, when they went to Mary and Joseph and saw the baby and they left, they went and told exactly the message the angels they said go and it must be shared abroad and they went and shared it abroad that's why they are shepherds you don't know that to be a shepherd separates you from doctors yes a pastor the work of a pastor 
puts you on a different self from your classmates. They may be prime ministers, they may be chartered accountants, they may be lawyers, they may be doctors, but as a pastor, you are on a different self. Because the things that govern your life are different from money and town and chasing the, and looking for this and looking for that. May you one day be described as somebody who has got a flock, a flock. Believe God. Today, I'm telling you that, look, if you want God to be involved, or not to be involved, if you want God to involve you in what he's doing, then be a shepherd. Visions you will never have, you will have some. Because you are a shepherd. Wisdom you will normally never have. There is no classmate of mine, living or dead, who comes close to me in terms of wisdom for life. I'm on a different shelf. Meanwhile, when I was in school, I was even below average. Just the work I'm doing, just this trade, just this work, of being on the field, using the word of God, teaching people, guiding people, stopping people, get encouraging, just this work, preaching, just, just, just handling the word of God, puts me on a different self. I want to beg you, eh? I'm not saying don't go to school. I'm not, that because I couldn't go, I'm saying you sure shouldn't go. No. The fact that I couldn't go doesn't mean you shouldn't go. I couldn't go so that I will encourage you to go. Go! But don't make that your last work. Young girls, young girls, teenagers here, be shepherds, pursue sheep, watch over them. This Christmas, go to them and find out what they are doing. Care for somebody else. And when God detects that your interest is in somebody else, you become very special to him. You see, the word by night means sacrifice. Whenever you see by night, watching over their flock by night, night is when our body regenerates the lost cells. We have to sleep for our body to find itself. We have to sleep for our body to become correct. We have to sleep for, our, for, for us. Night is a time of self. And when you become a shepherd, the night doesn't belong to you. You'll be called upon the time you must spend on yourself, the money you must spend on yourself, the energy you must spend chasing your things. Oh, I, I, was, I, was, I was hoping to teach from this book, but it didn't work. Yes. Attempt great things for God. You see, the, the most beautiful part of this book is chapter, I think, three or so. It's a killer. Uh-huh, it's a killer. 
attempt great things for God. Not for yourself. Not for a go to and and not for yourself because he, he begins Bishop begins to talk about how people who did things for themselves were disappointed. Jacob attempted great things for himself but was cheated out of greatness. He was cheated out of greatness. He was getting, 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 but he was sure in the end. Solomon attempted great things for himself. The things Solomon built, the books he wrote, the, the poems. The gardens, the rivers. Solomon attempted great things for himself, but was disillusioned and disappointed. When he finished, he said, All is vanity. The rich fool attempted great things for himself. My soul, eat, build barns, fill. My soul, my soul, the rich fool. Some of us here are rich fools. Some of you are intelligent fools. Some of you are beautiful fools. He attempted great things for himself, but was called out of this world even before he could enjoy them. And he ends by saying, the Gentiles, they seek great things for themselves. And, and make them... It, it, it makes, the Gentiles, they look for what to eat, what to drink, and, and they are not different from animals. But your life begins when you begin to attempt great things for God. May you be a shepherd watching your flock by night. By night. The money people will spend on their hair, on their clothes, on their car. You spend that money on others. That's your night. That is the, the time you have spent on yourself, you spend it on the sheep. But eventually, the supernatural encounters compensate for everything you've given up for the sake of the flock. Stand to your feet and let's go. But soon, you will know that there's a big difference between having an air-conditioned house and three cars with no angel visiting you and being on the field, being beaten by rain with angelic visitation. Your memory transcends generations. Can you lift your hands and ask the Lord to explain this message to you. Ask the Lord to explain this message. Explain this message. Break it down, Lord. Rotodomere rapaparia ilaliantron katanamatin keterebe rosereanto andu raminiantandu always the one on the field that's what I hear the Lord say always the one on the field eventually ends up getting what others are looking for the shepherds teach us this and the elder brother that's what teaches us the one whose mind is not on marriage is the one who gets married Jesus 
His mind is not on marriage, so it's on souls. He's the one who will have his word. The one whose mind is on marriage never gets married or gets married to a fool. Can you lift your two hands and ask God to give you a consent? Consent. Be a shepherd. The year we are entering will be a year of the shepherd. Shepherd. At least in this church, it will be a year of the shepherd. Blessings for the shepherd Promotion for the shepherd Visitation for the shepherd Supernatural encounters by the shepherd Father we thank you Father we bless you Every eye closed and every head bowed Please put your hand down and close your eyes Please as we prepare to leave If you are here today Maybe your friend invited you, your sister brought you to church today for the first time. But you are not born again. Only say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. If you are here today, every eye closed and every head bowed. And you want me to pray for you to give your life to Christ, wherever you are. Just lift your hand. I'm going to pray for you. Yes. Pastor, I want to be born again. I want to meet Jesus today in the service. Pastor, please pray for me. Yes, I can see. Lift your hand high. Every eye closed. Lift your hand high. You want to meet Jesus. You want to receive Jesus. Lift your hand above your head. Above your head. Yes. Above your head. Above. I want to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you to receive Jesus. I'm going to pray for Lift your hand high. Pastor, I need Jesus. Pastor, I don't want to die and go to hell. I need Jesus. Lift your hand high. Above your head. High. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. Father, we are grateful for today. As we come to your table to enjoy the communion, we pray that you will touch us. Yes. Yes. And let this time be a time of blessing. In Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Share the communion, please, quickly.
See, this is the body of Jesus Christ. This is the body of Jesus Christ. Broken for me. Broken for me. That I might have a whole body. That I might have a whole body. Say today. Today. As I eat this communion. As I eat this communion. May my body be restored. May my body be restored. May every part of my body. May every part of my body be restored. Be restored. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Say the body of Jesus the Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. Eat it. Now take your wine. Say this is the blood of Jesus Christ. This is the blood of Jesus Christ. Shed for me. Shed for me. As I drink this. As I drink this. He say it. As I drink this. As I drink this. May it wash my mistakes. May it wash my mistakes. May it wash my sins. May it wash my sins. As I drink this. As I drink this. May it restore life. May it restore life. To every part of my life. To every part of my life. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. Drink it. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless you for your body and for your blood. We pray that the power of this communion will be real. Amen. We believe in the power that we receive oh, yes. on the cross of Calvary. Let it be real in our lives, Let each and real. every one of us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.